Welcome back to season two of the Ivy League Prep Academy podcast, equipping you to successfully pursue the college of your dreams. We believe everyone deserves to reach their full potential and the admissions process shouldn't hold you back. Top performing teenagers understand the difference between activity and productivity. That can be really tricky because think about it. Most people, and we're talking teachers and counselors and students alike, most people feel like the key is your work ethic. The key is managing your time, managing your schedule, learning to be organized and learning to multitask when you need to. But all of these things ignore a really, really key ingredient that top students understand, but most students don't. And that's the idea of prioritization, of execution, of productivity, of getting things done. So this is a really important topic and something that actually was inspired by a question I got this morning on Instagram. And I have to say, this is not the first and will not be the last student to ask me this question or a version of this question. Basically, they said, am I doing enough to get in? Am I doing enough to get in? That is a question I hear all the time. And it's the wrong question. So let me just summarize what this student was doing. Stop me if you've heard this before. They gave me a list of the classes that they were taking and emphasized that these were the most rigorous classes that their high school offered. They also gave me their SAT score. They didn't tell me how many times they've taken it or if they've gotten mentoring or tutoring to get there, but it was a good score. Then they went through a laundry list of activities that they're involved in and just how they've demonstrated leadership in each of those different activities. And finally, they talked about their spike. They talked about mathematics and how their thing is mathematics, that they have won some awards, that they are competing in some competitions, and that they're looking to grow that aspect of themselves so that on the application it really shines through that they are gifted in mathematics, or at least very, very talented. And if I had more time and went through line by line all of the things that the student was involved in that prompted the question or that gave me the context for the question, am I doing enough to get in, you would feel exhausted just like I am. The reason this description of bumblebee-level busyness sounds so familiar is because this is what ambitious teens around the world are doing. Across the board, this is almost everyone's strategy. It's difficult to stay focused and motivated to perform in everything, in classes, in leadership, in music, sports, and community service. When you look around your high school and you see that your work ethic does set you apart, you get excited. You know that you stand out and you know you're going to get complimentary letters of recommendation. You give yourself a chance to get in. But of course, following this strategy, your application will look identical to the other 20 or 30 or 40,000 students applying to your dream top-tier school. You stand out in your community, in your high school, absolutely. But you'll look just like everyone else who also stands out in their high schools. The key here is to understand that activity and productivity are just not the same thing. And to be honest, this student, probably like some of you who are listening to me right now, this student is too busy to figure that out. In fact, they're too busy to become less busy. And that's a problem. So I grew up in Montana and I went camping regularly as a child and even into my young adult years. And later on, when I was in university, I was invited to go camping with a group of friends. Now, except for me, everyone in this group of friends that was going camping was from large cities in Asia. Cities with millions or sometimes even tens of millions of people in them. 
And I was the only one with experience getting campfires started or, or camping at all. And when it was time to start the campfire, I was off throwing a football or kicking a soccer ball or whatever I was doing with someone else. And this group of friends decided it was time for them to get the fire started. Well, one of them had read online how to start the fire and they had prepared very, very well. They had fire starter and newspaper shreddings and softwood and hardwood and, and all the things that they needed to start an excellent campfire. They took the paper and ripped it up just like they knew that they were supposed to do. And they put fire starter on top of that and little twigs on top of that and the softwood on top of that, the heavier wood on top of that, and then the logs on top of that. So they were ready to go. And they had, by the time I got there, I don't know how long it was, 20, 25 minutes, by the time I was asked to come over, because they knew that I had started fires before, by the time I had gotten there to see what had happened, they had gone through about 75 matches. Literally, almost the entire matchbook was used up, but there was no campfire. And immediately, I saw the reason why. It was not difficult to see. If you've ever started a fire, you know that there has to be room for oxygen to get in. There, of course, there has to be something to burn. That's the fuel. They have plenty of that. There must be something to ignite the fire, and that's what the matches are for. But you also need oxygen. It is the space in between all of the combustibles that allows fire to begin and allows fire to grow. Busyness compacts our schedules and compacts our focus and our attention into such a way that we have no space to allow fires to burn. We lose our curiosity. We lose our passion for some of our core values. And we lose the focus and the ability to recognize that we've oftentimes disengaged in the things that matter the most to us in an effort to be more and more busy so that we can stand out and improve the application that we're turning in to the admissions officers. We believe that through extra busyness and demonstrating even greater work ethic, we can set ourselves apart and that the admissions officers won't really notice that we don't know who we are, that we don't truly follow curiosity, that we don't follow our passions, and we don't make a difference in our communities. We're hoping that they will be so impressed with our work ethic and our ability to multitask that they won't notice we don't really know who we are or how we're going to fit in to that campus. Well, I want the sound of my voice right now to be that red flag that you need to realign your priorities and to create space in your life. The fire of your passion and your core values and your curiosity cannot burn. It will not burn. In fact, it will die if there is not space between your activities. It is the space between the combustibles that fire cannot live without, and it is the space in your life that allows you to think and get interested and become curious, that allows you to be you, that allows you to pursue the things that make you special, and that allows you to stand out ultimately. So instead of following the same strategy that everyone else is trying to follow, instead of asking the question, am I doing enough to get in? Am I doing enough? Stop. Ask the question, do I give myself enough space? Am I following my curiosities? Am I allowing my passions to grow? Am I becoming 
the best version of myself? Am I becoming proud of myself? And this is particularly important for those of you who are really results oriented and you really want to get into your dream school because this is your best chance for getting into that dream school. It's not just that I want what's best for you. I do, to be honest. That's why I run the Ivy League Challenge. That's why I started it. It was born out of this realization that way too many teens do not understand what their core values are and don't understand how to develop their emotional intelligence so that they can develop themselves into the kind of person who can really make an impact in the world. That's why I started the Ivy League Challenge, but the truth is, people who have that kind of self-reflection that is born out of practice, people who have that kind of emotional intelligence that again, takes practice, people who have done the work to know who they are, know what their values are, these are the people who can make the big impact in their community and who are admitted into the top universities in the United States. So, instead of following the strategy that clearly is not going to set you apart, doing the same things everyone else is doing but trying to stand out by doing them better, instead, make it easier on yourself, make it fun, make it meaningful. I've talked about this multiple times in other podcasts, and this is what the Ivy League Challenge is all about. But the first thing you need to do is remove those activities that are average Joe activities, the activities that are not helping you stand out. Free up time in your life, free up time in your schedule so that you can begin pursuing your interests with genuine curiosity. That's the key. The more curious you are, the more you'll pursue those interests with gusto. The more that you'll pursue them with gusto, the more likely you are to become super interesting and stand out when you apply to a university. You'll stand out because you are interesting, but also you're probably going to do something about that once you become an expert. And that impact that you make on the world, because you're interested in something and you pursued that thing with curiosity, and you're someone who cares about your community and you want to make a difference, because you're doing those things, you stand out in a pool of, or I should say an ocean, of students who are trying to follow the other strategy that we talked about, the am I doing enough to get in strategy. So be smart about this, make space in your life, the fire that fuels your passions and helps develop your core values and makes you stand out so that you can get into your dream university is space between your activities. Guard your time and guard your energy carefully. Because if you're too busy to even become less busy, then you're not going to stand out. Instead, create time for yourself, follow your interests with curiosity, make an impact in the areas of your community that mean the most to you, and get admitted to your dream university. Music for this episode came from We Are Here by Declare P. I'm Steve Gardner. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and share with a friend. Thanks for listening.